mating process of the most fierce and dominant animal in the animal kingdom, the king and queen of the jungle, the one, the only, the Somali jungle cat. The male Somali jungle cat is known for his insane confidence, skeleton frame, large forehead, and mental toughness that allows him to run for long distances. The male Somali cat is also known for his impeccable humor and shocking quick wit and intelligence that allows him to get out of the stickiest of jungle altercations. There is only one animal more fierce and more dominant that can tame this king of the jungle, and that is the dominant, loud, and extremely fierce queen of the jungle, the Somali female jungle cat, the most beautiful and kind-hearted in the jungle. The female Somali cat is known for her sharp claws and insane striking accuracy. Do not be fooled by her beauty. This gentle creature is the absolute and undisputed champion in all battles 1000 and 0 in all altercations. The gracious, the kind, the female Somali cat does not tolerate bad behavior and the male Somali cat knows not to get too close. We will be going in depth into the mating call and mating process. Welcome, welcome to Unfinished. Finished. Hey guys, so now we are on episode three and I just wanted to give you guys a little thank you for rocking with us because if you're here, then you're a part of the gang. Um, and so what Nomad was getting into in the introduction of this third episode is that us Somali women, we know what we want. We know when we want it and who we're going to accept it from. And so speaking from experience, I think the whole mating process, meeting somebody has become quite difficult in 2021. I feel like a lot of people are just looking into social media and me, I'm, uh, I would say a little bit more old school and I'm not going to find love on Instagram. Let's be, let's be serious. So boys, are you guys with the whole old school? Uh, I meet you, I see you, I wink at you and I might DM you tonight. Or are you with straight social media and no contact? Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is smooth with two O's punching in. I thought you got, I thought you were upgraded to four. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We gotta, we gotta stay with the gang. You know uh, what I mean? We gotta, we, it's, it's better with two L's, smooth with two O's. No so matter. Question we go, extra letters. No matter with no extra letters, but we gonna figure out some extra letters and we all gonna be the gang gang. Thank you for tuning in. This is our third episode. You know, we've had some, audio difficulties as you guys can all tell and we are working on it this episode you guys will see the improvement and now we're getting into marriage the marriage and topic dating, right? you guys want to talk about dating even though you, i do not want no part yeah of that. nomad wanted no part in the dating subject but guess what we're here we're talking and as he said you know when he was talking about the somali wildcat big forehead fast feet quick on their feet Knows how to think. I think he was explaining smooth himself. <laughs> so I'm going to let you all know that's who I am. And, um, you know, Bella said, you know, Somali women, they know what they want and all of that. I'm not going to lie to you. We're here to debunk that theory. Really? I'm on the other side of this. Y'all don't know what you want. 
So we go speak on it. We here. I love a difficult. I love a difficult advocate. Um, I think uh, before we get into uh, dating theories and stuff, we first should talk about our own experiences and backgrounds, um, uh, so our audience can know us a little bit better. Um, we. It's not good to ask a woman her age. So I'll be anonymous on that. I'm over 25. Okay. So we'll say we're all over 25 and none of us are married. So we're going to be speaking in a, a point of view of people looking or in a relationship or single and ready to mingle. Hey there. Positively. <laughs> and so uh, my first question was, what do you think is an ideal way of meeting somebody in 2021? I know I jumped the gun with the whole Instagram thing. I was trying to pull your beard, you guys. It was not uh, Instagram or uh, meeting a guy on Muzmatch or Facebook, whatever you call it. What is an ideal way for a young Muslim sister in the West or in Toronto, where we're located, to find a decent young brother? You want me to take it from there? Yeah, you take it. I think you guys should be listening to your parents or your older siblings and good guy or chill. I'm just kidding. But like, uh, you would probably, I say the best places to meet somebody of good character is probably in wholesome environments, maybe the grocery store, maybe a bookstore. But under these conditions on Corona, I don't think you should be looking today. You should be working on yourself. So when you say working on yourself, I, I think that is something that a lot of people um, kind of push to the, uh, sorry, a lot of people kind of pushed out to last because it's easy to know what you want in a spouse or a partner, but it's hard to kind of, when you're like under that same pressure, when somebody's saying, oh, they want this from you, they want that from you. As women, we kind of pushed that to the side. I feel mm, like yeah. it's more like, what can he offer me? But you're right. When, when you say that you should be able to work within yourself and, and see what you bring to the table. I think Definitely. that's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like in life, you don't get what you want you get what you deserve. So if you're looking for somebody with um, any type of good character or whatever you're interested in, you better work on yourself and make sure you have that. Or you might end up, Meeting a guy that has very quick feet. <laughs> you we, might end up meeting someone. But, 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 but when people say that, okay, let's play the devil's advocate. Because I feel like Somali guys always say stuff like, oh my God, you should stay home and be a wholesome person and do this and do that. But Mashallah. why do Somali men feel like they could come back to Toronto, turn up, they've been turned up since 99. And then 2020, they feel like they deserve a person that hasn't even seen that that kind of lifestyle so um i don't want to get off topic and because in the beginning we're talking about how you meet like i don't want to get off topic because i asked you guys would you guys find somebody on social media yada yada but my brother here nomad suggested that we stay home like good girls yeah i did say that (laughs) well he is standing on it (laughs) so let me speak on the fact that you said how you know we go, we party, we go to Cuba and back, and we do what we want. And then we I'm take- just saying good women are for good men. I, and so I, do you fit the criteria of a good man 
when you're asking a girl to stay home as a criteria to be a good wife. No, I never said that. That was nomad, first sure, of all. Sure, sure. Yeah, like you try to flip that on me. Listen, I can grin. I'm allowed to grin. All right, it's not it's not a sin to grin. All right, so but you know, in yours in for your question that you're asking, um, for us, I feel like the double standard it is it is real. It is real because we have more. It's real. Yeah, no, it is real because we have more freedom from a young age. So we're obviously going to do a lot more than a girl would. So the the things you guys see as extreme and us going crazy and turning up to us is just idly because like that's what we've been doing since we're young. So when we're saying when when you're saying. Oh, we're telling girls stay home, be a good girl, all of that. No man said it. No man said it. Meet your spouse on the gro- grocery store. That's what he's saying. So he's like, saying don't be going to these spots where they're be mingling and stuff, and there's fitna. Obviously, he's saying grocery store. You know, the doctor's office, <laughs> the holad. You know, that's the hachil. Um, but yeah, that's, you'll definitely won't find a cheap guy sending money. So yeah, in front of the no. mischief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Email. Dot org. Uh, that, oh, that's, all of these are not my methods, but um, you know, I'm not gonna go buy Anna for Hoya and swear about shorty. I can't do that with a bag of Anna in my hand. Absolutely. But you know, you never know. You can find a shorty anywhere. You know what I mean? But for your first question about finding love on the internet and stuff like that, yeah. it's not those ones. It's not for you. It's not for me because like you don't know the person. Mm-hmm. They could, you know what I mean? Women have gotten good at the angle game. They're better at us. Like they will, the you'll get catfished online yeah. and your heart will hurt. Yeah. You'll fall, you'll fall for her because yo, girls got a game too. Don't get it Somali twisted. Girls have the best Somali girls got a game too. World. So they'll give you the best movie in the world. They'll tell yeah. you everything you want to hear. Yeah. Then you finally link up with them and she's not those ones. You ever watch Brother, that? it's happened too. So are you, the are best you guys, is it safe to say that you guys are telling me right now you guys are both above 25 and your biggest issue of finding a mate in Toronto is that she might be catfishing you? No, 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 no. no. All right. My so biggest, clear the net. No, no. Clear my, the net. my biggest issue is me. <laughs> I can admit it. I'm all the right. issue. That's why I don't have a shorty. And I'm here to say and speak on behalf of all girls in Toronto. Yes, you guys are the issue. Not you, not my co-hosts here. They're definitely eligible bachelors. That's what Very I'm nice about. guys. Speak on but it. But I mean, got to represent. <laughs> yeah. Got to represent the gang. You know what I'm trying to say? But I'm still going to be at your next because there is things that the average Somali guy in Canada does. Well, not even say Canada. I think feel like you guys have that problem all across the board. And I can name a lot of financial issues, commitment issues, uh, wanting stuff that he cannot give, um, upholding standards that he cannot even adhere to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I feel like Somali women are mind hunters. They're trying to capture your mind. So I'll be honest with you. My biggest fear is a Somali woman. You think so? Mm. <laughs> Speak on it, brother. They Why do you say that? the most dangerous thing in this world. And uh, growing up, I'd say I experienced a lot of uh, sharp claws and that allowed me to grow as a person, I guess. So um, I'm going to talk about my personal experience growing up and dating. Uh, when I was younger, I'll be honest, I took advantage of uh, girls, not in a sense where I was uh, lying to them. I told them that 
He um, wasn't pulling a Bill Cosby or anything, guys. Just no, to let you guys I, know. Let's make this very light. <laughs> I, I was being blatantly honest with them and tell them I'm not looking for no relationships. But I would still talk to them. I would still flirt with them. Lead them on. And that's my fault, F right? F-boy mentality. No, I'm just joking. You know what? I that's, All is fair in love and war. I feel like if you tell somebody, if you tell somebody what it is from the jump, then it's not bad. It's only misleading if you tell them something else. But if you know you are not going to commit to it, and even later on you're not going to, mm-hmm. like a lot of Somali young guys do, it's their fault. Selling a lie, right? Selling a dream, the folktale. You're giving, them, all the time. you're giving them false hope, mm-hmm. and uh, that's wrong. And I feel like that's what caused uh, a lot of Somali girls to have a little bit of resentment towards Somali boys. I think you know what it is? You're absolutely right, Nomad. Uh, just from speaking from experience, I think it's not even a guy lying to you. It's sometimes... Uh, relationship mm-hmm. having false hope where mm-hmm. like there's no progress in the relationship you're with this guy you're, obviously you guys are Muslim you don't want to bring the marriage talk up because obviously we're taught in the society like don't be thirsty and stuff like that you're dating this guy you're talking you graduate from university you see that this relationship has not gone it's two winters you're still saying what's your favorite color and it's just like yo the person wants to be with you but there's a thin line between wanting to be with you and wanting to progress with you or be with you for the rest of your life that scares so, uh, guys yeah that's, that's why we have nikes on at all times absolutely i feel like with me um my father was very very uh education oriented and so um knowing if you guys know me that I have been raised by a single father and I think there's a lot of pressure when you have a mother in the house to get married earlier in life. I've seen with my friends that have mothers in the home. It's like, Naya, gurme Naya, gurme but with my father, it was always like, Naya, you have to become something. You have to get your education. I didn't bring you here to be nothing. I didn't even bring you here to be a housewife. So I kind of got a different upbringing. And so by the time I graduated from university, I was like 23, turning 24, starting to be allowed to date seriously. I wasn't even allowed to date. Forget getting married at 21, 22. I wasn't looking for it because I knew that it would disappoint my father. So I kind of went with the route of getting an education. And then once I got an education, I got my the job that I wanted. And then I felt like once I was at a, a point in my life where I was established um, and I made my, I guess, my father happy, I then went into the world looking for uh, a spouse. I'm still on that journey, by the way. Not looking, but I mean, like, I'm not married, so... Fair enough. What's up, Smooth? So, what's your dilemma? Me? You ain't got no dilemma. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I don't he really is got the it. dilemma. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been told you guys from the jump. You know what I mean? I keep a trill. You know, I am the dilemma. Mm-hmm. We will say that. That's okay. I can say that. You know what I mean? Dating and all of that. You know, it's, it takes a lot of work. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Me, I'm a lazy guy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm a high energy, high strung person. Mm-hmm. So, like, my biggest issue, I believe, mm-hmm. is I get bored easily. Because I feel like I got to take the brunt of everything and hold it down. But I just need someone that's going to hold it down with me. You feel me? But you know there's an 80-20 rule. Do you mean you get bored easily if, if, if that's the only downfall in a yeah, person yeah, I, I never not t- entertaining you enough? Yeah, yeah. and I never told you guys I was blessed. Yeah. I'm not blessed sometimes. I know myself. I've been working on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The plan this year is to put up um, snaps of two plates. 
You know, I know all you guys know what that is. Too I know late. every single one Too of you. All on. you listeners. What does that mean? I don't get it. Our, for, for our friend Nomad. So the two plate snap is when you put up a snap with your plate in front of you and another person in front of you with a plate. What so that's basically up? telling someone, telling the world that, hey, I'm on a date. No, no, I'm trying to become normal. Because I feel like that's what normal people that do. They go on like, dates yeah, and they yeah. do those things. Look so closer, I want to shout out. You feel me? Know yeah. You know, <laughs> don't show too much. Don't show too little. You know what I mean? Just show it now. So you are you agreeing me? that you're looking. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. They're like, you know, I'm human. You know what I mean? Everybody's looking for some companionship. That's how life is. But, you know, if you find it, you find it. If you don't, you know, it's Khadr of Allah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But one thing I with women, I find that you guys like to listen to others' experiences mm-hmm. and take that as your story. So there's women that are scarred and will have a conversation with you and tell you, men ain't this and men ain't that and I can't find this and I can't find that. But at the end of the whole conversation, they'll look me in the eye and be like, I've never been on a date. How can you talk to me about something that you've never done? Honestly, there's two different things. There's shared experiences, uh, things that we could all relate to as women. Um, and then there's inexperience. There's two different things, can you know? Can you explain some of those shared experiences? Oh, absolutely. Shared experiences. Going on a date with a guy and then he's saying, oh my God, it's such a nice date. Then you don't hear from him in another four or five weeks and he takes you on another date. And then finally, three months into it, you ask him, how come I only see you once every two months? He's like, oh, because I'm shaking it. What does that mean? It means the man can't even afford to go on back-to-back dates. So he's dating me like it's an out-of-town relationship. The man come text, text me once every four weeks. Why? So what I'm trying to say is shared experiences, share horror that stories. sounds like me. <laughs> no, man. Y'all look at how he's talking to women. No, I can't. You know what? That's why a lot of the relationships, I cut them off. If you try to, like, I, I make a time for you. And then I don't hear from you. And then I, you start like talking to me all over social media, calling me on the phone, calling me on the phone. I'm going to be thinking, why is this guy not taking me on a second date? That's if you date, that's before you guys. I just want to make sure I let people know I'm not in the dating phase right now. I'm not dating men. But when I was, I was, I, I expected you to fo- have a follow-up date or I'm going to think that you're not interested in me. Why would I think you're interested in me if you're trying to hit me up every four months? I, I would think that I'm not priority. And that's one of the shared experiences. Men just not following up. Now? They, yeah, they're just not following up. Okay, stuff. so now. Stuff like that. But I wanted to say there's shared experiences and there's women that have, are they have no experience. Their whole relationship outlook is from love and hip hop. And I don't care. Like that, just That's stay scary. home. Like stay home. And it's just, it comes from like the idea of romanticizing marriage and dating. It's just, oh my goodness, couple goals and wearing the same Jordans and the age of social media. And it's like, when you get to this big, big 30, you're like, honey, no. Like you see things much more clearer. And I think that both of my co-hosts can agree with me. The more you grow as a person, your outlook and Everything changes, especially dating. Some, it gets a little bit more critical. Some, they have uh, things that are deal breakers for them. Deal breakers uh, for me now at my age is completely different than when I was a freshman in university, to be quite honest. Can I ask you about the, those deal breakers? Do you think you're not only you, but for women, their past experiences affect their decisions in the future? I think it could be that Um, But I will speak from my own perspective. Now that I'm practicing, I consider myself a practicing person. I see the whole courting face in like a different perspective. So I would say 
things that I focused so much on um, when I was younger, I don't focus as much. Okay. Now, let's say a guy spending money on me or buying me gifts all the time or trying to court me in that kind of way. Now I'm looking at more of like, could he take care of his family? That's the finance I'm looking at. I'm looking at, does he price a lot? Does he go to Jamaa? What's his uh, spiritual outlook in life? Like before I used to be like, you don't have to, a person finds themselves in the future. You don't have to force them to find themselves. But I feel like right now, if me and you are, don't have the same religious foundation, we're not going to work even if you buy me whatever I want, right? So I feel like with guys too, I'm pretty sure the older you get, the more that your outlook on women change, right? I mean, you know what, guys? You no, know, y'all be uh, rocking the cradle. Y'all be liking to date 18 years old girls that have no Ooh, experience. Now, listen, jail. Jail. I believe it. I believe jail. it. I believe it. I believe it. Because by the time you get to me, I'm thorough, right? But the 22-year-old, they're just experiencing life for the first time. And they're seeing you with your 2012 Honda Civic. Like, you know. No, I'm not going to you. With like the, the younger girls, mm -hmm. right? It's like now, you know, I'm a big man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No, no longer little man. So with the young girls, it's like I feel like I'm going to have to raise them. What is too young? Too much work. What too much too work. Um, if you are 22 and under, me and you, our shake is totally different. We didn't go through the same struggle. We didn't watch the same shows. We didn't watch the same movies. There's not a lot of stuff for us to talk about. So you know what I'm that's crazy? where you my cut off is. I can never look at a boy that's even 25. You, how, Why look, not? No, no I think girls. I think women should look at guys that are younger. They, Never. That would be a good idea. For I don't even like guys my age. Five years max. No, because you know what it is. You guys tell yourself that lie that you guys have. No. You guys mature faster. That it's you not guys. Lie. It's scientifically proven. Scientifically proven. It's scientifically proven for some people. It's not for everybody. Not for everybody. There's some real niggas out there that have their stuff together that are mentally mature, that are the same age One as women, yeah. and they think the same and they're at the same level. You know what's crazy? It, I remember reading about a study saying that uh, the shorter, the smaller the age gap between a couple, the more successful their marriage is. I could agree with that because I feel like sometimes, like, really? our, yeah, our parents, they always used to tell tell me, at least for my aunts, oh, don't look at a guy anywhere near your age. If he goes to the same school as you, Lodkada, he is, he's going to think below you. Look for a guy that's already established. And that, I think, is because he's going to be in a different stage. He's going to be we ahead of you in that? life. What? We used to tell you that. My aunts. I, I personally don't uh, attack me uh, online, even though I can't see it. Yeah. But uh, I don't think... Women should take advice from other women about men. And men shouldn't take advice about women from other men. You think so? I think you should seek advice from uh, the opposite sex because they understand themselves better. And they would know how to advise you of how to be patient. Because let's be okay, honest. I agree with that. That's actually guy, a good way of thinking. A guy is, uh, doesn't become a man till he's 40. And uh, a woman matures by the age of 25 mentally. Mm -hmm. So when you're seeing these young Somali guys running around with these running shoes on, just remember, they're going to grow up and they are going to be different. So uh, I actually, you know what? I think there's, you could ask people for their opinion 
on things, but just don't take it for face value. I feel like too much people take it for, oh, he did that? Oh my God, well, he's showing me signs like that. Oh my God, this is gonna end. Like, don't take it for face value, but I do get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Don't ask the same and, sex. That actually makes a lot of sense. Also, like, just cause a man did one girl dirty, for whatever reasons it was, for whatever may have happened, he may have been in the wrong, she may have been in the wrong, we don't know the story, whatever may have happened, happened. But that man that treated her wrong could treat another girl really well. Absolutely, I tell right? people that all the time. So just don't, don't, You're don't building a F-boy to be a great husband for somebody else one day. I tell girls all the time, that's why I don't be standing, sticking around. If you're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not upholding to what I want you to uphold to, I gotta go because if I start grooming you and you don't work out for me, you know? Look at that, you see? Now I got a problem. Now you see, now how, she, how do you groom a uh, man? I don't get it. Are you crazy? <laughs> oh my God, you tell him, well, yeah, this is what you're gonna work on, this is what you're gonna do, this is what you're gonna do, this is what you're not gonna do. That guy over there, you cannot say hi to him. He is no good, okay? And it's worked, okay? Because I've seen a lot of successful men and what they say behind every successful man is a nag non. Oh wow, and that is a super predator right there. <laughs> We got ourselves a correctional officer. We're, like you gotta well, do all your rules. You gotta follow these rules. Yep, and you gotta all that all time boy. Woo! Okay, so we know what's going on in the world now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not lying to you. Shekha, that's, I'm not lying to you. That's the shake I'm looking for. So uh, hit me up, ladies. Let me know. Let me know where my correctional officer, where my correctional officer is. You know what I mean? That's how you get finessed. That's how women get finessed. Oh my god. Okay, let's let's move on. So um, I was on Clubhouse and I was uh, I was listening to a group of sisters talk about um, a questionnaire that has become uh, very famous online on making the dating process. Mm-hmm. more halal and okay. so nomad since you said that's the you don't date and that's the only way that you would be able to uh meet somebody is if it's i guess organic or if it's more traditional right so if a sister was to give you a questionnaire that says uh, that has about 50 questions on it mm-hmm. with scenario questions yeah but your life your upbringing what makes you you and things that she would want to know uh, regarding your Islamic knowledge, um, what you want in a spouse. Would you be would you be willing to answer those questions? I'll be honest. I take her questionnaire and write in big letters, not interested and hand it back to her. Oh, ouch. Why? Well, marriage is you're supposed to make marriage easier for yourself. And when you're putting barriers like 50 questions and if i uh see a woman that i don't even know who's giving me a questionnaire me personally i look at that as that is a that is a job interview and i'm not looking for a job i'm looking for a spouse partner but a partnership is the biggest biggest investment in your life i think it's Bigger than a job. This is the rest of your life we're talking about. So if you could answer f- 10 questions on an interview of a job that you might not have forever, you might not want to es- excel in, you might not even have any share to, why would you not want to answer questions that w- will be able to invest for in your, the rest of your life? Like this is this person, you, you, you answer these questions and you might find 
you're forever after. I, I me personally, like, um, what is it? Is it an ego thing? Is it too hard? You're not giving no. it enough time. I just it's look at it thing. like this. I, I just look at it like this. Um, marriage is um, something that I can't control, and I trust Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Whatever comes after I decide to get married is what's meant for me. So if I see somebody who has a 50 question questionnaire, I don't look at it like that person trusts their Lord. Because oh, that's that big. That's is, big. Because you're just putting a barrier in place saying, okay, yeah. I trust my Lord, but I'm going to put these questions in front just in case. But you don't know what you're going to no, get. No, but when you're, right now, if you're meeting somebody, wouldn't you be asking her questions about her religion, her aqidah, her school of knowledge, who she listens to, what she nah. wants in life? No. What, so what nah. kind of, so how are you going to find a spouse? Because what's like, your, are you saying, hey, what's up? Your favorite color is red. Let's get married. <laughs> no, you have to tell me. What is it? I have to know. I can't tell you my secret. But tell me your secret because it sounds too good to be true. <laughs> There's there's nothing too good to be true because if, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. So yes. if somebody answers those 50, 50 questions and it looks like no, but wow, we're here to help our viewers. Person. We're here to help our viewers. If fifty questions isn't isn't it for you, I'm pretty sure this person you're gonna be marrying one day you would have questions for, right? Nope. There's only two things that I'm looking for. Does she fear her Lord and will she be good to her kids? Because at the end of the day, let's be real, I'm gonna be scratched for 30 years. Bars. Okay, now let's switch it to smooth because you know what? Nomad, he wins on this one, okay? Winner Genyon. Okay, let's go. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> winner Genyon, he made life easy. He said two things. Forget your 50 questions. Okay, smooth. Are you taking the sister's uh, questionnaire? I think before I answer this question, I think everybody knows man to it. Why? <laughs> I'm going to think I'm going to go with M. Oh. Why? No, but. And give me, me a better answer. You cannot copy. No, I can't answer. copy his answer because like you can't copy greatness, right? Yeah. So oh. like. Oh, I like how y'all scratch each other's back. Yeah, okay, somebody scratch my yeah. back. <laughs> hey, All right, go. come on out. But right. um, for me, honestly, I don't have like profound answers like him. Mine is simple. Mine is I'm lazy. I'm not doing that. And I'm going to keep you lazy. But I can have a conversation. If she was to ask me those 50 questions without a questionnaire in front of me, like randomly throughout, then that's different. But if you put All 50 right, you guys, questions smooth, questionnaire in front of me, wants to have a, that's wild. A, a questionnaire conversation. He doesn't want to circle his A's and B's and C's. Yeah, like this is a test. It's you don't make it a test. You know what I mean? Finesse me a little. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody enjoys lied the finesse. They lie to me just a little bit. Everybody loves the finesse. They'll tell you they don't love it, but they do. And you know what I mean? Love the Come on, make it look good. That's all I care about. You know the crazy thing? <laughs> I've never thought about a questionnaire. I thought it was kind of a little bit bizarre because I know I, I deal with I don't know, modern guys. I think the guys that, that are practicing might be more like, okay, the sister doesn't want to, she want to do less communication, less meeting up and stuff. I get it. But like, I, I still don't get it because I don't know if I would do it, but I don't see the harm in it. I don't see harm in it. You know? It's a lot of work. Cause like, yeah, I don't see the harm, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I kind of could look at it as being pointless. I'm not going to lie. I went and I downloaded myself and I, the questions were amazing. Were you trying to answer the questions for her? No, I asked uh, a guy the questions and he's like, you want to hear the funny thing? He said to me, this is coming from a sister that has to be definitely covering her face. And I said, why? He said, this is so religious. And I was like, well, I consider myself religion. He's like, man, you ain't that religious. I was like, what? Are you not talking? I know my five pillars. Like the back of my head. No, but um, yeah. So I guess the sisters were saying it's just an easier way to kind of 
decrease the fitna of uh, seeing each other live and having to do this over like over communicating and meeting up and stuff. And that they thought the 50 questions would be um, easier. So how that's easy. Well, my co-host says is a no for them. Okay. But sisters, I'm already with you guys. I think a big barrier has to do with finances and uh, financially. Do you believe in, in the climate in the society and this time and how expensive it is to live in the region we live in that the sole financial responsibility should fall upon a husband? Um, no, it shouldn't. And uh, me personally, I wouldn't mind being a house husband. Any of you girls making over a hundred thousand? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm done. You see, I'm this is kidding. this is where I jump ship. Aren't you the youngest? I am the youngest. So bye. You're probably doing not take care. They change diapers. You, me, and you are the youngest, and I know for sure I am not your greatest babysitter. <laughs> I was babysat. Okay. I wasn't babysat. I was the one running around by myself. Well, I took care of myself. I'm just kidding. My sisters took care of me. I mean, like finances. Uh, financially, I think that is a subject that you should definitely open up before you get married to each other and uh, be brutally honest with each other about what you do have and what you don't have, what types of debts you have. Because let's be honest, once you're married, uh, finances can cause a lot of resentment. I have to agree with that. And I think with women, uh, we're a little bit, not skeptical, but... Impatient? Just a tiny bit. You think it's impatient? No, I think we kind of walk on eggshells when it comes to talking about money. I think it's males. because of the running shoes that Somali guys are always wearing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't blame you guys. Plus, it's like, I don't, it's, it's a touchy subject for everybody. Of course. And uh, with me, I, I have mixed emotions when it comes to finance, financial responsibility of a man. I feel like, Tell us how you feel. Tell us how you feel. Tell us how you feel. We're all crazy. All right. I don't really care about that whole 60 came ahead and my wedding has to be three days long. I'm like my stuff very simple. I'm again, I'm practicing. So I'm not like bizarre, right? When it comes to that. But I believe that the guy that I'm marrying or I'm seeking to marry should be able to take all the financial responsibilities that I take care of right now on my own. And if he has... Uh, an issue with that or if he finds that way too difficult then he wouldn't be able to take care of me now my responsibility is nothing it's not that big of a deal i pay my own rent I, my little car insurance my little bills roughly maybe 1500 something like that it's not that big of a deal if a man is marrying me he cannot take care of that minimal responsibility before kids get involved you're not the one for bella what do you think about this am i asking for too much no, you're allowed to ask for whatever I'm taking you care want, of myself. Like, right? No, no, I'm saying that's not difficult. Am I, is that difficult? No. No, 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 no. Oh, God. So, for, <laughs> so for, for this day and age and how things are, like, the thing that everybody needs to understand is you got to be realistic. Like, of course, $2,000 is realistic. No, no. You, you can say $2,000 is realistic and I, and I respect that. You can have whatever opinion you want. But, you know what I mean? Some people... They like who they like, regardless of their financial status in this world. Sometimes people might like someone that doesn't make a lot of money. It's not about a lot of money. No, 
But taking care of someone. Yeah, no, I'm saying so now, okay. so now for for both of you, I feel like for you to have a good life with somebody, I feel like the main thing is communication. Absolutely. So if you guys are not communicating about finances and not discussing it and just hoping and praying that the guy you talk to is going to handle that $2,000. If you don't keep it chill and talk to each other, that's where there's going to be issues. Mm-hmm. So now if you come and you tell a guy, hey, this is where I stand. If you can't clear these bills, mm-hmm. me and you can't go further. And he says, okay, and says he can't do that. That's and like, you guys part ways. But that's the minimum requirement. Yeah. I think if, without asking for like life, uh, like other things I hit as uh, medical bills, whatever, wherever you're living in, I'm saying my bills and I'm talking to the, any girl that's listening to me, whatever bills she's taking care of right now, if he can't do that on his own, then you shouldn't be getting married. Yeah, but that's the conversation you guys have. You're right. Bella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing at me. He's not laughing with me. I know. Right, I can Bella. see it. Yeah. When I get married, my wife's getting the exact same thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> you see? So you, know, you see here. They're not just, taking this topic. No, no, I am. So I am I'm taking out the chat. No, I am. I am. But you know what it is? So Bella has her ways. The nomad has his ways. All I know, they're both baddies. So they both want to be treated like baddies. So we got to respect it. No, no, no. Brother, if you're going to be the stay-at-home dad, you're the bad. (laughs) If that's the route you're going. I just want to give an example. I'll give you an example. I'm here to give these guys gems, and I don't think they're listening. I think they're here to argue with me instead of taking notes. I don't see no pen and no paper out. I can't afford it. I'm sorry. Anyways, listen. I'm going to give you an example. So How you go? So you're going to be, let's just, let's just switch the roles. Okay. And say that, uh, you are the man and, uh, I am the female. Okay. Right. You do have nice it's not going to be that too hard. Cause I'm a Somali man and I already wear a skirt. Yeah. And, Maui's. and you have nice eyebrows. Right. right? Role oh. playing. We got a role playing yeah, going on. Yeah. I thought that was 2009. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyways. So, um, let's just say we're switching roles. All right. And, uh, you come home from work. And I put Unsi underneath my mouse to get ready for you to come home. I'm, I'm done. I make some, I make some, uh, bland buddies for you. It's wait for you by the door. As soon as you open the door, I'm saying, how was your day? How was your day? What did you do? <laughs> da, da, da. And then you don't reply to me because you have such a long day. You come inside. And when I serve you, you play, I put a little bit of extra salt just for you. <laughs> this is one and of the then, scenarios on the questionnaire. And then, I'm not done. I'm not done. So, <laughs> well, he's one of the, he so, read it. He, he read, read it. The he read the scenarios. It's like, what would you do in that case? You read it. Well, let me find well, out one of your OCs. Anyway, me- so we're going to continue this scenario. Okay. <laughs> so we're sitting on the couch after you gave, after we ate and, uh, you bring me some shah. And I'm watching Bad Girls Club because that's what women like to do, I guess, right? So I'm gonna be watching okay, my show. Ratch, it's called Atlanta Housewives. Atlanta Housewives, yeah, okay, whatever that is. <laughs> so all I see is you staring at me from the corner, and all you see is me staring at you from the corner of your eyes. And you look over at me and you say, Is everything okay? I'm like, Yeah, 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 everything's okay, everything's okay. okay. And then you turn back to your show. And then you still see me staring at you from the corner of my eyes. So you turn around, you look at me, and then you go, what's going on? And you're like, nothing. And I, and I say, nothing, nothing, nothing. You turn back, you continue watching your show, and then you turn off the TV, you turn around, you look me dead in the eyes and say, is everything okay? And you know what I said? Okay. I was talking to Abdul earlier, and he told me that his, his wife takes him out twice a week. <laughs> 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 I'm done. I'm 
I'm so done. I'm so done. It's true though. Why are you guys not taking your wife out? Real question. And you know what? Shut up, don't do it. Nomad has definitely seen the questionnaire. He might have not taken it because there's. There was, I don't have, it I don't wasn't a the coincidence. Mm. What was in the it questionnaire? Was, it was like uh, uh, situational based stuff and where you would have to answer it. The girl. Okay, so said, let me ask you. I gave you that scenario, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you're going to be, you're going to come home from work tired. Situation. You're going to get yelled at all the time. Would you pay $20,000 to be yelled at for 30 years? Why Why did you have to be yelled at? Just, just a situ- situational question, right? Are you saying that all Somali women do is yell? No. Of course not. Somali women are the best part about life. Yay. Okay. Back to our topic. Is finances for you guys something that should be shared or divided? And I don't want guys to think that I'm money hungry. So when I said pay all my bills, I know that my bills will become significantly bigger when I get married because obviously right now I'm in my parents' house. I'm just putting a portion of my rent. I'm helping them out. But um once we get into our own place, we're going to be obviously not in the hood anymore. It'd be a nice condo downtown, maybe in Brampton and we'd be like it. But I feel like a lot of women focus uh, solely on what the man could give them financially and they don't look at their own pockets. So one thing I need to need to need to say and I, I hope someone's listening out there um, that's a female. Do not ask for money that you've never either made yourself, you haven't touched, and you don't know nothing about it. Women that have never kept a job, I don't want to hear 20 bands, 10 bands, 15. Stick, Preach. stick to what you know. Preach. But not that what I'm saying, I'm also not saying that you guys can't ask for that amount. All I'm saying is be humble humble yourself so so let me ask you a question what, what would you consider a reasonable mehev price for you um i don't oh my goodness i don't just give it like a ballpark figure you know you know with me yeah i really used to care about the wedding part so i always used to be like i, I hope i get a big wedding and i don't really care about the mehev because the hair is usually like it's necessary for divorce and what i need yeah. for then i still should ask for a significant amount i would look at um what the guy makes and if he, whatever he makes so let's say he's a humble little uber driver okay he's making no more than like 2500 every two weeks i'll tell him some is that it or 1500 I, I, <laughs> I don't know around that he did his uber driver <laughs> <laughs> if i'm not having a wedding at all Five bands is enough for me. Mm, that's interesting. That's that's what we call humble. Yeah, well, that, I, is, that is pretty if, decent. If, yeah, well, well, if he's not, I'm saying if he's that's not. That's with no wedding. Yeah, yeah. with no Remember wedding. That, with no wedding. So get married during Corona. Yeah, right now. with no oh, wedding. But no, if there's no, a wedding and uh, if there's a wedding involved, if there's house, he's gonna have to get that ready. Da, 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 da. But me, I I I I would I would. Um, help him uh, set the house up and I heard a lot of people say no why would you do that why are you paying for your own furniture and I, I would help him out in that sense because I have exquisite taste and we're not about to go to Ikea and just get a little you know scabble couch like I want nice I'm at an age in, in life and I'm at a point in life where I have a nice job I have great income I'm not gonna make a man struggle in every part putting a roof over my head the rent he could pay for but the microwave the TV the couch that we want the bed I am willing to share that because 
I take pride in that. That's my home. When people are coming to my house, watching my wedding, you think men care? His guy friends care if the couch is black or white? They don't care. So beggars can't be choosers. He's going to get me a carpet that his hubby gifted him. And I don't want it. Marrabi. Right here, this is Nag. No. She's spitting it to you guys. Listen carefully. Don't think like, you know, we're influencing her. This is all her. No, no, no. This is her own talk. We have no shekel. This is her speaking. No, what I'm advising is when you solely depend financially on a man, beggars can be choosers. You get what he could give you. And a lot of times these boys, when they're giving the mehar money, when they're getting the wedding ready, and then you get to the house and the house has a little curtains, half curtains, half, you know what I'm saying? Because he's giving you all that he could give you and yeah. and his family's probably helping. But again, we're not millionaires. We're all struggling entrepreneurs uh, and regular uh, blue collar, blue, yeah, blue collar it's workers. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. Well, I, and it's even harder when you're dealing with people that expect so much from you and then they don't have much to show for themselves. So ladies, I know a lot of women, I'm not undermining you guys. You guys are all not known doing your thing. But this could get up in a lot of time. Say that again. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. I say that in English. I have no idea. You have to be the backbone or you have to get your, these guys back. But again, I'm Hold not with that. Because yeah. men are selfish. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Men will take advantage of you if you let them. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no. Finances is something we need to speak about. But again, it doesn't have to be like the end all be all like there's other things for me now like he, he, him praying salah his religious perspective um a lot of different factors and his his character you know, I, I agree with you those are things that you should focus on because you have to understand that a man doesn't become a man until he's 40. i'm not waiting till 40. stop stop it's stop that wait till 40 but you have to be Patient because Allah is with the patient. Absolutely, so positively. If you're making a decision on how a guy is right now, you that's okay because you really don't know what you're gonna give. But but can I can I can I ask you a question? Yeah. If today you're marrying a girl, right, and then she says, "I don't, I want a wedding like a, a small walima." You say this is stuff that happens in real life. You say, "Okay, uh, where do you want to have it?" She says, mm, "Let's have it at Esther." Esther is six bands a night now, $6,000 in one night to have 150 people being fed. And sometimes that's without the food. Okay. No, no, let's say, nicer. you see, he's, he's going for the quarantine uh, brothers. We're talking outside of quarantine, Okay. but then, but then you hop on and you're like, why you're, you could just do it in the masjid for free. You see, I don't like that that kind of financial, like that. There's a difference between a stingy man, right? And a person that's, trying to uh, not spend all your money but on let's one be night. Honest, most Somali guys are not stingy. What do you call that? That's a real scenario that happened. The he's, guy just was like, tried, he's just scared because he knows what's coming once he's married. What What do you mean? He's afraid to get married or do you think yeah, he's afraid think so. to, to even spend that much money? Some guys are just cheap. Cheapy, cheapy. Maybe you're right. I have no idea how it would be on the other side. Yeah. What did you prefer? Like, how would you prefer, what do you, what would you prefer your ideal wedding? I know a lot of you guys don't think about that, but what would, I don't care. Be, ideally, would you be spending? I'll tell you, I ideal, want an I'll tell you ideal wedding. This is smooth. Shaykh mm-hmm. al-Hawai, nikah, honeymoon, mm-hmm. we're good. That's it. We don't need wedding, all of that, but I can't say we don't need it. I personally wouldn't want that because all of that 
no matter to us, we're, as you said, we're guys. We don't really care about the wedding. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that so, we don't really care. So it's not for us. It's something more for women. Absolutely. I feel like girls, like since they're babies, since they're little, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've always thought of their wedding. Mm-hmm. Who would they bring their friends? All of that. Me, my homies, they're going to eat the bris. Wallah, they're going to say, they're going to dab me. We're going to take pictures. We're going to be happy. And then smooth side of Max. You feel me? We signed the Max. We're out of the game. You know what I mean? And, you know, in that scenario, you know, you can compromise. If we don't have, if she agrees to that, and we don't have a wedding. I can get you a really nice ring. Yeah. We can do that. We can compromise on that. No, I'm, we don't I'm, have a wedding. You get a nice not. ring or we have a wedding and you get just a ring. You know what I mean? We can, we can do that. So it's up to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can, it's teamwork makes the dream work at the end of the day. So how about if you're with a girl, she wants to get married. You're saying all these things to her and she was, I want a wedding. I want a shebang shot shot. I want Bokol. I want DJ Hilka. You feel me? You feel me? So I, I definitely hired DJ. Hilka. Yeah, you don't know. So what would you would you be like? Okay, you know what? Let's take a year to um, plan that, and let me save up. Let me get get on my Grizzly. Or would you say, you know what? That is not in my budget, even a year from now. No, no. I'll tell her. Listen, if that's what you want, buy man, you better be patient. Okay. Right. If I if I'm really rocking with her, and like that's what she wants. Okay. I'm going to say, hey, you want all of that? Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Give me some time. And if she can give me that time and be patient, then her patience will be rewarded. But if she's on that, yo, I need that and I need this in right now, mm-hmm. buy man. Allah, head to the NBA bubble. Find a baller that can do that that second because I can't do that for you. A lot Our shekel is yeah, over. A lot of relationships end when it gets to that marriage, pl- uh, wedding planning because of unrealistic expectations. I think, yeah, two different worlds colliding because both people have a lot of fear of being taken advantage of because they hear um, stories from other people. So you're going to you're gonna go into it with uh, 100 miles an hour both sides and you're just going to clash. And that's not right. I think um, me personally, I'm not even looking at the girl. I'm going to be looking at her mother, her father, her grandparents. I think like a 60-year-old man. And I'll tell you guys a story when I was back home, there was this uh, older guy from Canada who who was married three times. And the first two times that he was married, they he fornicated before he got married and those marriages didn't work out for him. And the third time he did not get involved with her and decided to uh, get married and He's been married now happily for 15 years. These little things that we don't pay too much attention to really affect us. But um, all I know is the truth is in the Quran and everything else is a uh, possible maybe. So I'm going to trust my Lord and take the direction of just jump and leap and wish for the best because at the end of the day, I don't know what I'm going to get. Absolutely. No, I'm with that. I'm with that. As a person of uh, that experienced the dating life, it is not for me. Been there, done that. Alhamdulillah. I haven't dated in three years. Um, and the way I get to know people is. Must match emails, no, not must match. Like I be, te- I be texting and stuff, but I don't be like going on live dates, like boyfriend girlfriend sit here and get nice. I'm not, I'm not with that. A, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm one of those girls like I just don't got time. And when I do have the time, it's like no. Gotta kick it with the homies. 
I want to sleep. Nah, you kicking out the homies. I'm kicking with the homies. Oh, yeah, come on. I'm sleeping, but I just don't like that whole like dating. But I would do the whole uh, questionnaires and um, just as just kind of reduce uh, the fitna as much as I can. Um, there's no one way to find a spouse. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of things shape us uh, from our experiences. Um, the things that we learned, but you were right again about going back to the Quran and Sunnah. Um, in every ideal situation, uh, I feel like you could learn from previous, uh, not even previous, like Ashabas or like, you, there's a lot of stories behind yeah. like divorce and marriage and how to do it from shooting your shot to, you, really you, don't know, what you're you know, you don't know what you're going to get, but, but you, you, from all these uh, stories that you hear in, in the Islamic, uh, Muslim, uh, Islamic, uh, literature, you learn a lot of yeah. how they dated and how they got married and, I you know, like Somali guys are different because they'll, they'll run, they'll, they'll run for, for the first. Somali guys are jahil. And then they'll just wake up one Kidding. day and decide to get married and they're not going to think twice about mm -hmm. to who they're just going to look at the bare minimum of uh, characteristics. I've always heard that. I've always, you know, true. I always say my aunts a lot because I didn't grow up around my mother. So my mom's sisters raised me and they always say, Nin, and I want to say this again as well, Nin as Han Aufalin, because tomorrow he's going to leave you. He's going to marry the next woman. So in the end of the day, don't put all yeah, your eggs in one basket. Tell them what you want, what you're expecting, uh, what you want, ex what, sorry, uh, what you want. Uh, what, what you, you don't have. want and what you won't take from somebody. And if he doesn't go with it or he's not having it, tell him kick rocks. Because at the end of the day, if you just let him do whatever you want, you don't kind of uh, put your foot down on your foundation, what you want. You guys are just both wasting your time, right? Like, it's just a, a waste dance. of time. It's a long dance. Interested. It's a long dance. It's not interesting. Well, no long talk. No, you know what it is though? I think the older you get to, you get more confident in saying certain things. Before I used to be like, yeah. I don't want to come off as too I strong. I will lie. Now it's like, ah, uh, no. Cause you're not my type. Are I'm you, telling you right now, you're not my type. Are you not afraid Kick of rocks. scaring guys away though? I've always scared guys away, but now I do it more confidently. Well, I, because before I used to be like, oh my God, he's not going to call me that. Now I'm like, dude, well, I'm not for you. Like I, no, no, no. I know you and I know me. We're not for each other. And it could be like great guys. It's just that sometimes I come off as, uh, I have a strong personality. Some guys don't like that kind of, you know, yeah. no, like they don't like that pressure on their neck. Mm. No, sometimes, you know, you have to be Afghavan. Nah, Afghavan nah, nah, gets nah, you nah. far. Pressure, pressure makes diamonds though. Pressure. You think so? It also pressure. makes coal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me, I'm more on the pressure makes diamonds. Not pressure makes coal. You think so? It's okay, you know, man. The thing is, like, I feel like if you're too aggressive, you might attract somebody who's mentally weak. And later on, when they get strong from all the scratching, they might leave you for a younger person. Oh, wow. Uh, be you ever think about that? Uh, no, I never think about that. <laughs> I just always thought, it's I don't want to, uh, like, I have a big personality and I'm like, like over the top. I don't want a guy that's over the top. Like, Nin Afghan, I need it. Like, yeah. so we balance each other off. Like, it can't be like, ah, like, you know what I'm saying? Two people, you know what I'm saying? It can't be bumping heads. Like, yeah. when I see my sisters and like their spouses, like, they're not completely Pops. opposite, but it's like, Character wise, they are somebody's short fuse, somebody's like more subud. It can't be people from the same caliber. No, no, but me, I'm not gonna lie to you, I can't. Like me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big person, not letting myself, yeah. but I can't have a quiet machine girl because, like, you're gonna scare me. That's scary to me because I know book, I know loud, I know, you know what I mean? Moving and grooving. So if you're too quiet, I'm always gonna be thinking in the back of my head. What is going on in her mind? She's plotting on me. She might kill me in my sleep. Nigga, I'm 
scared. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm scared of her. Yeah. So I don't need to be scared of my woman. Of course. So I need someone that talks back. Yeah. But you do need to be scared of your wife. Just though. a little bit. You need. You need. To, when she's calling you, and if you're not a little nervous, then she's not the right one for you. No, no. If she calls me by my first and last name, Ooh. I know the movie's bad. <laughs> That's when I know I'm in trouble. Yeah. No, but I think the non-knows in the situation are girls that like are near, like very outspoken. They get the title of like the angry black woman or or like the... I, I, I disagree with that. I think uh, black women are far more honest than anybody yeah, in the world. Swear and, to God. You know? And I think they kind of go, it goes back to like, oh, then why are you single? This is why you're single. This is the, no, nigga, it's single because I, I get to choose who stays and who don't. Like, so, you know, and people just assume that you're single, not just because you're not married doesn't mean you're single. But, um, I think just when you're overly opinionated and know what you want, it kind of throws men off. Yeah. No, it, it does. It does. But like, that's like, you know what I mean? People at the end of the day, everybody wants power. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody's struggling for power. The main struggle is power. And within your marriage and your dynamics, all that, if you guys, do, if there's no structure in your marriage, mm-hmm. if there's nobody that's willing to take the, the, the leadership role and work together and do what Absolutely. you need to do, it's never gonna, Absolutely. it's never gonna work. You know, like the, in the Somali culture, it, we are a matriotic society where the house is led by the women. And, uh, in the Somali culture, if the woman is not, um, uh, like if, if a guy has to take the back seat in order for the relationship to actually thrive. I believe that. And I think that's the right way because, uh, once I started reading up more on, uh, the Somali culture, it really blew my mind on how, uh, it changed my perspective on reality. You know? On like marriage like, or just in yeah, family structure, like family structure. Like yeah. I see that uh, the the successful like the successful marriages is is uh, is a guy understanding the dynamics where he should let his like he can't say, I can't say let because the women some of the women are very dominant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta let me do nothing. <laughs> but you gotta, I, you let, gotta I do the letting. What you talking about? Yeah, yeah. So you gotta let, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that that yeah. word, that word. Don't use it. <laughs> but we the most successful is going to be is when you uh, take okay. advice from your wife and take a backseat because your life's gonna be a lot more easier when it's happy wife, happy life. Yep. Yeah, happy yeah. wife, happy life. Sanity yeah. Because there's a lot of mind hunters out there. Yeah, that's facts. And also, like we take, as you said, we take from our experiences and what we know, mm-hmm. right? So, like me. Just like Bella, I was raised by my aunts, my mom's sisters. So in the household, it was they're running it, their rules. You do what they say. You make sure they hold it down. So they hold down the whole house. But my uncle's there. But my uncle's there for like, once you get in trouble, all that, he talks to you. He's the guy that talks to you. He's the one that comes to you and says, everything's going to be all right. You know, you made the mistake. You made this mistake. Let Next time, let's do it. Let's work on it. So he's the softer side. And she was the militant. She was, my aunt was, hey, do this, that, and the third. If you don't do that, you get up. You know, you get, you get, you get handled. And after that, my uncle will come and be like, you know what? Listen, everything's going to be all right. But that dynamic so works for them. So you guys are admitting that for a... A healthy, prosperous relationship. The Somali woman must lead. 
No, not she, not she all the time. Full leadership. No, she no no no. You see, you see, you see, not full leadership. Okay. But she takes. You're not let her think she is. She don't know. She takes the, in the back. Yeah, no, she takes the main leadership. I don't want she's to be the face. Back, she's the face. She's the face of the the whole everything. project and everything. So world. she's holding it down, right? Mm-hmm. And when things break down, we should be there to help them out. Yeah, Do you understand back. what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. You know. So don't ever try to don't ever try to make this about yourself. For a team to work, you gotta understand those roles. As I was saying from the beginning, there's roles. You gotta sacrifice in order for there to be happiness. Yeah, but you also you gotta you gotta make sure that uh, you hold them accountable. Of course. Or it's gonna get pretty. No, of course, of course. Like if you if you know what they say, like give someone an inch, they can take a mile. So you gotta make sure that like you know every chance, like hey hey, you talk. You know what I mean? Don't just sit back and feel like you can just enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. This is a two people. It's a two-people mission. Don't think it's a one-person mission. Do you think that, um, I don't know if this is too off-topic, but a lot of the time when we, as women, sit around, like, our hubbiers and stuff like that, a lot of them say that the younger generation, like, the the men, um, you guys have much less responsibility or, like, much less uh, sacrifices that you guys had to make than our fathers. Like, our fathers, like, all of our fathers and stuff from Somalia, when they were coming here, bringing all their family here at young ages, 28, 30 years old, a sponsor kids bringing their wives here, even from when they first got married to uh, our parents, like everything, I feel like their responsibilities, which was much larger than the responsibilities you guys have today. Today, you'll see a 30 year old boy playing video games all day. And I think she's talking about us. And all, uh, all the girls asking for is a little wedding ring, man. Like no, uh, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? And like, there's no real uh, responsibility. responsibility no real, no real trauma. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just I feel like all they do is sit down all day, play PlayStation, and no, you want to tell them we want to get married and like, oh, sorry, I don't have $5,000 to give you. Uh, let me hop on an Uber. You had resources. You had education. You had so much time in your life to be nin, nin like, Why, by the time I get to 28, 30, you want me to give you another two, three years? You knowing that I ain't got no time. You're speaking from, it sounds like you're speaking from a personal experience right now. I'm that's speaking for tough. a lot of women. That's very, that's pretty tough, but you got to be patient because this world is a test. And so it's a test in the Somali guys lacking. You can say what you can call it whatever you like, but like I said before, men become men at 40. So you can talk all the trash you want right now. Just remember in 10, 15 years, those guys that you were talking trash to <laughs> will be men. And they will remember all the trash you were talking 10, 15 oh, years ago. Okay. Laugh now, cry later. Remember that. Well, we are going to agree that our fathers had a, a much larger responsibility. No, that's facts. That's facts. Because, like, speaking of that, speaking of that, literally just yesterday, yeah. my uncle came and it was me and my little cousin were sitting around in the living room. We were just kicking it like regular. He came. He came inside and just randomly, like, for no reason, like, unannounced, nobody told him anything. He does this stuff. This is, my, this is my guy. I rock with him forever. He's hilarious. He comes and he says, you know what? You know, I was like 30, 32 when you first came to the country and you just became part of my family. Like I had no choice in that. I didn't have my own kids and I got a little boy into my lap and I've been raising you since. <laughs> Nigga, wake the hell up. Get out of my house. And I just started laughing. But like, 
imagine that like at the age of 30 you left Somalia you're starting your life you're with your wife and a little boy gets dropped into your lap and it's not even your son my life story and it's like and it's like you gotta make sure that he's good you gotta make sure that like he eats you gotta make sure that he grows up right Mm -hmm. but you have no ties to this boy it's not even it wasn't even like it's not even his sister's that kid. It was his. Our culture is not. It was his wife's sister's kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. he said, "Whatever," and lived his life and made sure to work and do all that and added another mouth to feed for no reason. But that's so the beauty of Somali yeah. Somali people, right? So don't you think that us Somali boys need to get up from their ass and stop freaking playing PlayStation Five all day and. Wallahi, go make something of themselves or something that they could take that financial responsibility from that great uncle. Shout out to Smooth Uncle. <laughs> that's, that's a real nigga. That's a real nigga. Yeah. But yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. But like, you know, niggas are on PS4. I don't think, uh, people have, I don't think, I don't think the matter have reached PS5, but there's a couple people. But you're right about that. But the thing is, I feel like with you guys us, are baby and spoon fed. That's all I'm no, saying. No, no, that's. If we're going toe to toe, a guy my age and me, if we go toe to toe, I feel like a lot of guys, uh, and, and I'm not speaking like I'm from a place of privilege, like even girls that I know, they're doing better financially. They have higher education. They're much more responsible in the family dynamic. And well, why is that the reason? What's the reason for that? So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you have this type of anger towards your cousins and your uncles when they're sitting at home? I do. I make fun of them all the time. I don't think so. Well, I do. I don't think so. I feel like Somali. I used to say to my brother, one of my his his wife would like talk about him, and I'm like, "You married him? <laughs> I would marry it." Like I was, I used to say funny stuff like that. Like you know what you married? Like you know what I'm trying to say? Like you married him? Like I used to make jokes like that. So, um, Somali boys, get up, We're not about to make you a Nutella sandwich. We're done. Those days are over. First of all, if a girl ever made a Nutella sandwich, I'm leaving. <laughs> Like I can do that. Yeah, Come on now, show me something so impressive. Wait, 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 wait. He wants to go half on the bills, and then he wants to lahoo every single morning. <laughs> You're getting a dry mayonnaise sandwich. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. No, um, but no, you're right. But I feel like with men, like getting into a re- no, no, it's not even mature. You know what it is? I feel like getting into a relationship with a woman and going beyond a relationship and getting into marriage. I feel like for you guys, it's it's easier for girls because it's something they imagine their whole life. No, that's not a good answer for no, me. No, no, let me let me continue though. Hi. Let me continue. Hi. Like I know you don't like my answer, but let me continue. Smooth, we know where he's going with this. Okay, no, so. no, no, you don't know where I'm going. Yeah, he thinks we're playing Barbies our whole life, saying, "Oh my god, I want to be married by 19." And that's I, not what it is. It was 21, Hi. but um, it was 25. So you see, so you guys wrote this down in your little diary, you wrote it down, you have a plan and everything. But with a guy, once we get to that point of wanting to marry a girl, I feel like that's when we fix up the most because Why does that ignites something in you. Because actually I, no, I feel like it ignites adult. no, I feel like that's something that ignites something in you because because most as you said as you said, most of our lives we've been in the house, we've been taken care of and everything. So now it's like there's a whole nother person that's relying on us. And if we fail at this, we fail so at being a man. So it's different. Happen? Look at this. Paint this picture for you. You're 25. You graduated university. You have a good job. I'm here help, uh, uh, giving money to my dukes. You I'm helping dukes, pay yeah. the rent. I'm yeah. doing this. I'm doing that. I'm yeah. doing that. I meet a guy my age. 
The man can't, doesn't even have a full-time job. He's working two, three, picking up one, two shifts. He probably didn't even go to school. I don't know what he did. I don't even care if you have an education. I believe in an honest hustle. That's my thing. A lot of women are like, no, I have a job, my degree. He needs to have a job, my degree. Yes, to get a good job in this society that we live in, you should get aspire to have higher education. But that's not the only and all be all for me, right? But what I'm saying is, where's the drive? I feel like Somali guys, a lot of them don't have the drive, you know? And, and it's like the drive to be better, financially evolve, um, be a breadwinner, uh, have your life together. Yeah. I, I, this is, this a is lot of them don't. Point. And this is from experiences, shared experiences, girls that I know. A lot of girls here, even in Toronto, the age group of 30 to 35 unmarried is high. High, high. Why is that? There's that's more like, women than men. That's why. That's no. number one. That's number one. The divorce rate in Toronto is ridiculous. And on top of that, you're getting married later because these guys are not even ready to get married. They're not ready to take care of themselves. Forget me. They can't take care of themselves. Well, you know, like the, the hardest thing for humans to realize in life is things don't work out when they want to. Yeah. It's when it's meant to happen. Absolutely. I, so I, you, I can, that. you can say every... You can, you can see things how you want to see it, but at the end of the day, you're going to get what you deserve. So if you want to talk about how this is wrong, that is wrong, and all the other things is wrong, you're going to continue to only see wrong. You got to focus on yourself and you will get in this world what you deserve and what you put out no i'm with that whatever you put out the energy you put out view uh, yeah so if you're gonna say that this is what's wrong with guys and this is the you're no, no, no 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 that's not what i'm guys. no no i'm trying to help uh-uh, trust me my roster is clean and dandy right now i don't roster. have Woo! my roster is, is what's amazing she is a general manager of a team fellas great what i'm trying to say is just um, I'm speaking right now. I hope I, I don't come off as angry. I'm so happy in that department right now. Alhamdulillah. I'm perfectly happy. Alhamdulillah. And I'm content. Alhamdulillah. May Allah make this journey perfect for me. Amen. But what I'm saying is, in general, these are the problems that are echoing in the dating community. And I'm just here to bring that to light. Well, if you are uh, if you are looking at outside you know, yourself for somebody to fix your situation you're in trouble you gotta fix yourself first absolutely absolutely uh that is probably one of the main things i will agree with uh with nomad and uh, also uh the fact that you do have to have um hope in allah and uh, trust in allah and also tie your camel right before we move on to the somali spotlight i wanted to add one more thing this is very important for young Somali brothers and older Somali brothers to understand that you should be treating your sisters, your mothers, your daughters, and all women with the utmost respect and make sure that you spoil your sisters and cousins and your daughters and your mothers because how you treat them is how they will perceive is acceptable for another man to treat them. Build a close relationship with the women in your life and show them that no weak man should have even an opportunity to talk to them. And with that said, I wanted to bring up the spotlight and we got the one 
the only, the hardest working DJ, DJ Hilka, for all your Zoom weddings. And when we finally get out of lockdown, your weddings, your bridal showers and event entertainment, we will be leaving his IG and email for all inquiries. Be sure to book soon. His schedule is filling up very fast and his work ethic and talent will wow you because it sure has blown my mind. Once again, that's DJ Hilka of Nonstop Movement, the hardest working DJ. So guys, we're going to uh, take this to our last portion, which is the Hadith or story from the Quran of the day. I think we should give it a name like Glad Tidings to the Believer. Yeah, that that's nice awesome. Note. And uh, Man, that's dope. today we're going to do a Hadith by Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu where he says, the best of you are the ones with the best manners and character, and the best of those are the ones that are best to their wives. So the best of mankind is the one that treats their wife the best. And I feel like every man should think about that and ponder on how they can be better to their wives, to their sisters, to their mothers, to the women that they see on a day to day, because your actions are going to be reflected onto your daughters, your sisters, your mothers. And uh, this is something that uh, I have learned and I hope to teach Somali boys and Muslim boys across the world the importance of treating women with the highest regard. Go ahead. You guys want to say anything? That is beautiful. Um, I don't want to even add anything to that because that message was so profound. Um, and also we as women have roles to play when it comes to um, being a significant spouse. Um, and just bear in mind that whatever that you're looking for in a spouse, uh, try to um, have the same characteristics. Um, try to lead by example. And I think that is what I'm going to leave you guys with. Lead by example. So thank you, Brother Nomad, for the beautiful hadith and story. Um, you know, just like our viewers know, I'm here to learn from my brother and sister. So when they come with these hadiths and tell me things, I'm learning. Gems just, you know what I mean? So uh, firstly, you know, this is advice from he to himself, then to everybody else. Okay. So I want you all to understand that you guys are not just learning. I'm learning with you guys. We're and this learning, is a yeah. great, this is a great process and great thing that we do. And I hope that we continue to do this because every week. And this helps build our imam and sure. character amongst other things. So we're always looking to be better. And so on and this podcast we, and we joke around yeah, we, we make jokes you guys to take you know some I mean? sort of butter and you yeah. know, we don't want it just at the end of the day we do this tools. for a benefit for all of us for you for us for everybody so I hope you know you guys enjoyed today's program I hope it was informative I hope it was fun I hope it was like it gave you guys a new outlook on things because you know we learned some things from Bella Bella learned some things from us. I, I absolutely did. You know, uh, and ladies, if you're looking for my brother Nomad, 
He is still on MySpace. You can find him on MySpace. His at name is the Nomad, the only person left on MySpace. <laughs> so, and we out. And we out of here. We out of here, guys. Smooth checking out. Take care. Take care, guys.